Alright, what's up everyone? It's Charles Velasco and I am if, with my co-host. Hey, what's up? It's Hillary here. We're the owners of Life in Sacramento and I'm one of the team leaders of the Velasco Team Remax. And today we have a very, very multi-talented guy with us today, Kit Han, aka I'm the Lonely Han who is the founder of Embrace Pastel, and he's also a photographer under the Instagram handle at uh, Visuals by Kit, and he's also the main guy that's behind the camera for the Velasco Show as well. So if you guys aren't already tuning in, subscribe to our YouTube channel, The Velasco Show as well. Yeah, The All Velasco right. Show. <laughs> Little self-promo. Yeah, yeah, so it used to be, yeah, uh, but yeah, uh, let's start off. So. Uh, Kit, exactly what do you do for the music scene like with Embrace Pastel? Yeah, man. Well, thank you for that introduction. Kind of covered everything that I, I do and uh, everything that I love doing. Uh, but yeah, with Pastel, that is a music collective and event company in Sacramento. So when I say event company, think of companies like Insomniac, who does EDC, or Golden Voice, who does Coachella. Obviously, we're not at that scale as them, but uh, we see those companies as inspiration. So when we say event company, we're basically the companies that plan concerts, plan shows, plan events at clubs, bars, um, at the park, whatever. So that's that's what we do. And I'm a co-founder of that. I founded that company right after college with my buddy. And in the past two and a half years, we've been growing it and doing more events in the Sacramento area, um, trying to expand to big bigger cities as well. So. I'm the president, I serve as president as well as uh, do a lot of venue relations in the area and do a lot of planning for, for our team. Nice. nice, so you're like the venue like guy, like you, so you find the spots? Yeah, exactly. A, a lot of the time it's like me going out to, you know, whether it's like a, a venue that's struggling to bring in business, uh, whatever it is, or a, a already well-established venue that wants to bring something new to, you know, their, um, their calendar. Uh, I kind of go and create a relationship with them and see what their plans are. And I do my best to provide my skill and knowledge uh, to create an event that, you know, is worthwhile for everyone in Sacramento. Nice. So I'm actually interested in this and I think this could help out a lot of people that are business owners. Yeah, or, especially in Sacramento. Yeah. So, are, are you mainly in Sacramento or do you expand to other areas in California? Yeah, well, we do want to event, um, eventually expand, and we ha a lot, our team is made of people from all over California and Las Vegas. Uh, but a lot, our, our main focus right now is to grow in the Sacramento market. Okay, yeah, and, awesome. and there's a lot of opportunity too. So mm -hmm. I have a random question: How do you go up to venues? Do you like slide into their direct messages? Do you cold call them? Do you just knock on their door, say, "Hey, I want to throw an event"? Like. I think this is good stuff for people to know. Yeah, man. It's again, it's it's cold calling in like any other profession and business. It's again, it's just cold calling. Uh, I've I've done emails. I've done going even like when I go to the club. Sometimes I always try to figure out who it is that manages that club, and maybe have a conversation with them. You know, with no intention of like having a business talk or anything, but just getting to know them, getting to know the people in this network. Because sooner or later, you'll just kind of end up meeting everyone in this nightlife scene in Sacramento, and I'm. I'm barely getting my foot in the door to get meeting everyone, but uh, but I'm, I make it my priority when I do go out. I try to get to know who these big players are. When you know, there's always someone that's running the show. Um, so me going up to them and, and starting a conversation could lead to something in the future. Uh, having them on social media, maybe reaching out to them when they need um, yeah. event help on something. So yeah, there's different ways to do it. But yeah, in the first few months when I start, started Pastel, I, I was sending emails out. And it was a lot of no's, a lot of rejections, but, you know, 
that you grow from those too so yeah but all you need is like one yes right or a few yeah. yes you need one yes and then you really go and prove yourself and then you know it's a domino effect after that so yeah, and that's what we've been mm-hmm. noticing with the podcast because since we're still pretty new too with this podcast we're like you know at basically cold calling asking people we get a lot of no's no responses and now i think slowly people are you know also reaching out to us yeah. as well which is like really nice um, and, yeah and, and i'm used to rejection so <laughs> <laughs> Especially in my field of work, it's like, I mean, all you need is one yes. And especially since we have like our, these smartphones and internet, like it makes it so much easier. So uh, tell uh, us more about yourself. Like, what is your story? Yeah, man. Wow. Uh, so right now I'm a videographer and a event planner and uh, a music producer and DJ. Uh, that's the, Those are, I guess, the titles that people know me as. Um, but yeah, I grew up in Sacramento. I, I was born in Vietnam. I moved here when I was six and I was raised in Sacramento. I love it here. I don't see myself living anywhere else. Um, I, I love the culture in Sacramento. I mean, when it comes to like my life, my worldview, it's like it was created in Sacramento. So everything I know is basically Sacramento. Uh, but no, I, being raised here, it was so important for me to move back after college to like, you know, I, I, I learned so much in college. And then I wanted I had all this knowledge and energy, and I felt like the best place for me to really grow is moving back to Sacramento and doing it here because there's just so many opportunities. It's a blank canvas. I always say it's like a blank canvas, and if you're driven enough, you can make beautiful things in Sacramento. Um, and so that's that's a spiel on my life goal is to make something special in Sacramento. Uh, I've been living here for you know since I was six, and I want to build something beautiful here. Yeah, because it's like it's it's a different perspective, right? Like once you come back from college, you get to see a different lifestyle from where you're where you're at college, and then you come back to Sacramento. You know, either you want to implement that, you know, what's in that culture over there to like Sacramento. Exactly. Yeah, Yeah. that that's a really good point. Yep. So we've been hearing about the events you got going on, and I think you have one coming up this weekend, right? Um, Can you give us some more details about that and any other upcoming projects you have going on? Yeah, so after, well, June 15th, uh, everything is basically open and no masks are required. Uh, basically, we're getting this first weekend is the first weekend of normalcy again, you know. So, uh, yeah, we're having two back-to-back weekends of having parties. So we're calling it the pastel comeback season because we're coming back. And uh, it's going to be two weekends that... Uh, T-shirt, you have your, your clothing, right? Nice. Yeah. <laughs> is that available now? Yes. Available on our website, embracepastel.com. Check it out. You can also get our uh, tickets to our shows on the website as well. Uh, so, yeah, the party coming up is in two days or whenever. You, I don't know when you guys are airing this, but uh, it's Saturday, June 19th, and then uh, next Saturday, June 26th. So, pastel comeback season. We have some awesome local DJs coming and playing. Our friends from the Bay Area are coming to play. So, we're excited. Uh, tickets are going fast. So, Check out our website um, and get some tickets and come have a good time. Oh, I might have to come on 26. It's my birthday weekend. Dude, come through, man. We got to do right, something. So is there a bottle service <laughs> or like, how, like how, how does this go? Could I be behind the DJ and like be like, hell, I can <laughs> uh, Yeah, since it's your birthday, I, 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 I can uh, I can make something special for you. Yeah, we'll, we'll get right. bottle service and everything. <laughs> as long as I could pour it down people's throats. Oh my God. <laughs> wow. Okay. All right, yeah, let's uh, do that. We'll do that. Yeah, we'll all do that together. <laughs> I bet. 
Um, but okay. Other than that, so we know you have a you do multiple work in the creative sphere. But what is like yeah. the one thing you gra gravitate towards the most? Like, what is your biggest passion? Whoa, biggest passion. Oh man, yeah. So I mean, you guys both know I do music and videography. Uh, I obviously work videography with you guys um, a lot, and I love both of them evenly. Uh, I, I think it's oh, like really you like them both evenly. Like you like the Velasco show. Like you like the Velasco show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying being a videographer in general, not just with us. <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, I feel pretty lucky because I'm I'm 25 and I get to wake up and I you know. I get to make a living doing what I love, which is really cool. And I can call, call both, of, I can say both of those things are my passion. So if I, if I can continue this and continue doing both of those things, um, then that'll be awesome. All right, so Kit, we know you do multiple different types of work in the creative sphere, but like, what is the one you gravitate towards the most? Or like, what okay. do you like the most? Um, so that's basically in between photography, videography versus music. Um, I would say they're both evenly amazing um, because I get to I get to wake up and basically do both things for a living. Um, and I feel pretty blessed to have that. And if I can continue doing that for, us, for a career for as long as possible and being able to put food you know, on the table for my family, uh, I would feel like a very lucky person. So I, it's hard for me to pick neither of those. If I had to pick one to focus on, um, I would say probably music, but it's a pretty even tie because I, I think I think my passion I, I would say is probably storytelling, um, whether it's me telling a story through music or me creating a video or taking a photo and telling some type of story or evoking some type of emotion through that. Uh, that would be a passion or telling someone else's story. Uh, so yeah, I think my passion I guess would be you know I, I, I maybe this is cheating, but I would just say storytelling would be like my passion. So uh, storytelling, that's good. Yeah. So for those that don't know how or like anyone that's younger in the audience who wants to learn, where did you personally start? And so like, what did you do to reach your level of work that you're at now since you guys are, you know, pretty big, you're doing so many things instead of like in the creative scene? Yeah. Well, first thing is create your goals and be driven. Uh, and, you know, there's, you're going to make a lot of mistakes, but if you're willing to hard, work hard, and just push through, you're going to make mistakes. And, you know, you can either choose to quit or push through and work really hard and keep going. And I'm not going to promise you that you'll reach a finish line and feel, you know, a blissful feeling of, you know, achieve something great. But if you continue pushing through, you'll make progress and you'll get somewhere and you'll be pretty happy because that's all I've done um, so far. And I still don't know if I'm doing the right thing sometimes, but all I know is, you know, all I can do is work hard and keep going. Um, so that's what I do. And, you know, we also have an abundance of resources online, um, and through communities, you know, you can learn a lot through internet forums or discord groups, whatever interest you're in, whether it's like music production, DJing, um, videography, photography, I think the power of community is like the greatest thing ever. And that's available for everyone. It doesn't matter how, how old you are, how old you are. Like whether you're old or young, that power of like creating community and, you know, getting in the same space as someone who's like-minded can like give you so much motivation to learn even more, or you can learn so much from them and they can learn so much from you. And I think doing that is probably my number one recommendation. 
is to reach out to a community that likes the same thing you like. Yeah, okay. long answer, yeah. but yeah. Yeah, no, that's, re that's really smart. Yeah. And then uh, when it comes to like, how do you feel like you're making life better in Sacramento? Um, how am I making life better in Sacramento? I think, I think, I think the community of Sacramento has this like dark cloud that floats over us of being a boring city. Um, at least from yeah. being well, raised here. Well, like every yeah, everyone either from other areas always says that shit. Or, yeah, yeah. But now it's like we're actually getting out of that. Yes, I think I think so. Cities. Yeah, I think so, and. I think in the past decade, there's like been more food places. There's been more stuff to do, more businesses opening up. This momentum has to keep going. And so I want to keep contributing to this. You know, have, there's so much energy in the city and it's still early stages of the city being where it could be. So I want to contribute to right now. My focus is contributing to the nightlife scene and make sure we're creating the safest, you know, the most fun, the most innovative way for people to go out, drink, hang out with their friends, whatever it is in the night play scene and just like making that experience special, creating like a special experience that they can be proud of. You know, the fact that it's from Sacramento, wherever, doesn't matter where, but that experience, you know, I want to create that experience for people to be proud of and be able to go home at night and, you know, look back and be like, wow, that was a great night, you know, and it was a safe night and can't wait to do it again, you know, the next weekend or whatever it is. So that's, that's my goal. Yeah, and I hope I'm doing that. Yeah, something that I like that I've been seeing on A Street is that like there's so many different ages and there's families that are there hanging out. It's like still a family, you know, family oriented environment, but also there's still that nice nightlife that people can go check out that's around our age as well. So which is really awesome. Yeah, yeah, it is. So coming from that, how do you envision Sacramento looking like ten years from now, like on the creative side, since that's what your your main focus is? Yeah. Uh, I would, uh, I, I won't speak on like the art side. I think I'm really more uh, on the music side and event planning side. And just from the past few years of me working with certain individuals, certain teams, I would say we have a bright future um, in terms of not just the artists that can, the producers, music producers that are coming up in Sacramento, but also like the back end stuff, like the show promoters and event planners and equipment managers production team like there's just so many passionate people you know it's like a big puzzle to put a show together right and there's just like passionate people that fits every single piece and to like you won't really know that right now unless you're really in the industry but me having like firsthand experience with this i'm very excited for the city for the next 10 years um a lot of us are like under 25 and we're doing big things um and 10 years from now be amazing to see where it would be and the kind of shows that we'll throw the type of festivals that you know we'll be able to produce in sacramento so 10 years from now it's it will i i hope i can't even imagine it right now which is exciting but i i know it's gonna be something good <laughs> yeah and how old are you gonna be in 10 years uh i'll be 35 so oh, yeah. i, I have kids <laughs> yeah i'll be, be pretty young you know we'll, we'll drink and party but uh yeah it, it'll be it'll be yeah. a very fun time I'm looking forward to it. And then, like, I want to kind of ask you a random question. Yeah, so what's up? What is, like, one tip you would give someone that is struggling mentally right now that mm. wants to achieve their goal? Yeah, that's – it's different for everyone. Um, but I'll just speak from my experience. 
uh, when I graduated college, uh, so going through college, I was always supposed to go to law school. And that was kind of the finish line. You know, it's like every part of my life has always been elementary school, finish elementary school, you go into middle school, middle school, high school, high school, college, college, and then law school. That was always my vision. And everything was basically planned out for me. And I felt so comfortable being streamlined. You know, everything was one step after another. And then when I graduated, so going to my last year of college, I was like, no, I don't want to go to law school. There's just like so much. I want to do more. Yeah, I want to experience other part of life and like grow as a person. I don't want to just be this guy that's been in school for 20 plus years and then be so naive and confused about the world. So I I chose not to go to law school and I uh, worked in the city, uh, San Francisco for a bit, felt really lost, feel really, really confused, regretted my decision of not going to law school because I no longer had that educational structure that felt made me feel happy and the safe. Um, so I, I moved back to Seattle and it was hard to find a job. I felt worthless. I I just like felt like I went to school for no reason and everything I worked up to that point in my life uh, was a lie basically. And I was just like so disappointed in myself. Uh, and that kind of went on for maybe a year, year and a half, even though I found a job and stuff, I was still like, I just wasn't satisfied with where I was. Um, and, but at the same time, like the thing that was keeping me going was doing the things that, you know, made me happy in life, which was doing photography. Uh, I wasn't making any money doing photography. I was just, I would just go out and like maybe help a friend shoot a music video or help brainstorm some ideas or just me going out and taking photos of random stuff just because I loved it. And it was like keeping my mind away from, you know, negative thoughts. Uh, and then the other side was like doing music and like learning how to be a better producer. Um, and of course I wasn't making any money from that. And I was like, that's when I started like building pastel as a company. And of course early then I wasn't making money from that either. Um, but it's like doing all these other things that I would had a passion for really kept me, gave me a positive like view in life. And I just kept chasing, you know, the thing that made me happy and it wasn't always easy, but, it, but the fact that I, it made me happy, I felt like that's kind of like a blessing. Like sometimes we're given a gift and we don't know why. And I think like being passionate about something, is like one of those things It's like, it's like a gift that's given to us and we don't know why we're so passionate about it or why we love certain things, but it's really just a gift for us to, you know, seek happiness or learn from life or, you know, give us a motivation to keep going and wake up the next day. Um, so I don't know. I don't know about that's like even an answer for anyone, but I'm just saying if you're going through a tough time right now, um, find what you're passionate about and put all you have in it because if it makes you happy, why, why wouldn't you do it? Yeah. Yeah. And, and would you say like, because you're pretty, like, like a high achiever. Uh, like, that's the way I think, too, where, like, I get really depressed. Yeah. I feel like I'm not moving forward towards something. Mm -hmm. So, like, would you say, like, do, taking those actions every day, no matter how much they suck, help you out to, like, feel good about yourself and happy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think in the past year, I, I really learned how to, like, create goals and yeah. create habits, um, you know, through, like, hanging out with, people like you, Charles, and uh, and Wes also. Um, I can easily say you two have, and, and a few other of my friends, um, have contributed to like me having a better mindset and a better, I guess, viewpoint on, on my life and like building good habits and, you know, doing all the right things to set myself up, you know, to, to succeed. Um, there's like, I think the growth for me for the past year has just been insane. Um, and yeah, just building, the good right habits and 
doing certain things differently that I never thought of in the past. Um, yeah, I'm definitely in a better place now. That's good, man. Yeah. And then uh, when you die, how do you want people to remember you in Sacramento? Oh, man. <laughs> uh, I don't know what the masses would think of me, um, but I would like my friends and family and those that I work with in the in whatever industry I am in. Uh, I just hope that I've inspired them in some way to do great things on their own. Um, and I hope I've contributed, you know, some type of positive mindset and viewpoint to whatever that they're doing, um, to those that I love. Like, I, I hope I've done something positive for them and um, gave them some great memories to think of. Um, but then I guess in terms of Sacramento, uh, maybe not for me, but I hope by the time that time comes, I, I want Sacramento to be known for certain things, just being great at certain things, like great. I'm not like world renowned, great. Um, hopefully by then Sacramento will be known for one of those, um, whether it's music or just being great at architecture. I don't know, some random thing, but like yeah. something great and it being just being something that we're really freaking proud of. That's what I want to have. And hopefully I can contribute to Sacramento being to that point. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, man, for being a part of the podcast. This was great. And if you guys want to check out one of Kit's uh, shows, uh, oh, where could they follow you on social media? Yeah, you guys can follow me on I'm, uh, I am lonely on on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, and then you can also follow Pastel at Embrace Pastel uh, on Twitter, Instagram. Uh, our website is also embracepastel.com. So you can find our merch uh, and event, uh, upcoming events and all that cool information on there. Nice, man. Uh, definitely want to come out uh, soon to your event. Uh, do you have anything? No, that was okay. good. That was everything. Right. That's everything that you said. It was really good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, thank you for having me, guys. Uh, yeah, it's so uh, it's a blast answering these questions. So thank you. I'm, I'm excited to see what you guys do with this podcast and all this other stuff that you guys do. So yeah. thank you. Definitely. Well, thank you guys for tuning thank, in and yeah. be sure to check out our next episode coming soon. Yep. All right. All right. Peace out. Thank you, everyone.